Welcome back, everyone, for another beautiful episode of the Gathering Movement interview series. Today, I'm here with beautiful Mariko, and we're going to be talking all about human design and really falling back in love with yourself. So welcome. Hi. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk to you today about human design and the journey back to ourselves. The question I always love to begin with is how does your work in the world empower others to be the leader of their life? Mm, such a good question. So juicy. <laughs> so I would say that I've been on my own personal journey for a few years now. And that the work that I do, it's first and foremost for myself. So it's about about my own uh, self-actualization and then everything that I've learned but also just who I'm becoming empowers other people when I interact with someone and they see oh like this person has had this struggle and she's dealt with it this way or oh this person is doing this thing and she's excited about it and that excites me so I would say it's it's all about telling my stories. And what is your story? How did you arrive here? It's I, I there's a few stories in there. <laughs> I went to school um, I went to school for art and mm -hmm. I was planning to be an artist and also a, a teacher and an educator. And things didn't quite pan out that way. I ended up actually getting really burnt out um, my last few years of school. And right after I graduated, I sort of had a, a physical, um, physical breakdown where just like my health fell apart and um, sort of all of that anxiety and just like pushing and being in that hustle for so many years that I had been had been um, you know working my butt off to get to this place and then I got to the place and just everything fell apart and I ended up sort of being in bed for about a year with no energy to do anything I was just burnt to a crisp and you know, at, at the same time, you know, while my health had fallen apart, also I realized that something inside of me had shifted and this path that I had been on for about 10 years of being an artist and then eventually wanting to be a teacher, it didn't feel right for me anymore. So there was just this tremendous grief of, oh, you know, this life that I have been building and creating and working so hard for, all of a sudden it just doesn't feel like me anymore. And so it was kind of like this, like a death that I went through for about a year and a half where I just didn't know what I was supposed to be doing in the world anymore. And uh, eventually I ended up moving from the East Coast to the West Coast and I started studying yoga actually and energy work and energy healing uh, because I needed it for myself. I didn't want to spend another year um, feeling sick all the time. 
And so I, I needed to learn how to work with my own energy, but ultimately I needed to learn how to take care of myself. And, you know, what I've, what I've come to feel is that often this, um, the, the way that education works, unfortunately, it's often very training and conditioning ourselves to really value and pay attention to our mind, but to ignore our body and our heart and our feelings. Hmm. There were a couple things that you just mentioned that really stuck out to me. And one was this, um, the feeling of grief of that you had this idea for your life planned. And I think many of us do this. We have this idea of who we want to be or what we want to do career, profession or job wise. And then one moment we have this wake up that says, I don't know if this is it. And I admire you sharing that challenge and transition to kind of starting yourself on this journey and finding yoga and taking care of yourself and realizing that what you had been told was necessarily important, wasn't necessarily important for you. So what happens next? How did you find, or how does human design find you? <laughs> so it, it definitely found me. I took... I took a free workshop and I was in, I was very much in that place of wanting to, wanting to learn and absorb and open to new things. And honestly, it didn't really land with me. Like when I first heard about it, it was kind of strange and cool, but like, oh, I don't really, I don't really see myself in the system. I don't know if this has anything to offer. And it, it took a while for me to actually start to get into it. But, you know, I, I was just, I was sort of invited into it. I was invited to learn about it. And then I kind of, you know, I kind of left it on the shelf and maybe I would look into it like every couple months. I would just look up something, but I wasn't really serious about it. And then at a certain point I had moved again uh, from I was in California and I moved back to uh, Michigan, which is where my family is from, where I'm from originally. And when I was in that shift and I was trying to reestablish myself as a healer and as an energy worker, and I was trying to start like, restart my business in the new location and things just weren't working. Like nothing in my business was going well. It was just, it was so frustrating. And, you know, that went on for a few months. And then a certain point there's like, you know, maybe there is something, there is something in this human design that can help my business. And so I went back to it and I pulled up my chart and started actually really learning about it and learning about who I am in the system of human design because I wanted to wanted to be successful and I wanted to create a successful business where I was helping people to heal and transform. One thing I, I did another interview with uh, an incredible woman named Nadia about human design maybe last week and something that really stuck out to me was 
this kind of comes back to what you were saying about feeling boxed in and like not wanting to be the label of what we say that we are, what society says we are. And I find human design very freeing because it's not saying, oh, you're a manifesting generator, so you must be this, you know, profession. It's really allowing us to have the experience of who we really are and just learn how to work with our energy, right? Absolutely. Mm. That's, that's very much how I work with it and how I've been supporting people with it is really <clears throat> starting to understand our energy and our magnetism and work with not just our energy, but also everyone else around us because, you know, we're not in this alone. There's 7 billion other people that we are in community with. So it's so helpful not just to see ourselves clearly and have these tools for self-inquiry and self-understanding, but also to be able to hold space for and relate to other people with more compassion, more understanding. How did finding your human design and learning more about who you are, how did that allow you to fall back in love with yourself as we titled this today? So, um, you know, again, it goes back to my personal story of, you know, from, from a small child feeling like I, feeling like there might be something wrong with me because I didn't have the same amount of energy that everyone else around me seemed to have. And being sort of this like delicate, sensitive child who um, sort of couldn't keep up with the other, you know, children on the playground. And over the years, I just had this like really nagging sensation of like, oh, like is, you know, is there actually something wrong with me? And I would go, you know, occasionally and go see a doctor or something and get tests and they never actually could find anything wrong with me. But I knew that things didn't feel quite right. And so when I learned more about human design and I learned about the different energy archetypes and that actually we have different energy and not everyone is designed to operate at this, you know, huge capacity of creation in the world. And so it just, it, it allowed me to like relax into myself and be like, oh, okay. The way that I am is exactly, exactly the way that I'm supposed to be. And I'm not supposed to function like someone else. I'm not supposed to be, in MG in the world. And that was just the most tremendous relief. Imagine all children had this knowing that like there's not something wrong with them if they feel less energetic or less like someone else. Like imagine if the children could really, I mean, and children do know this, like they are unique. But then society tells them, nah, you are supposed to be something else. And I just find this so illuminating for so many of us. And now some people who are listening might have never heard of human design. So let's just do like that, like two minute, like intro. What is this 101? Sure. So human design, I mean, I like to say that it's an esoteric form of astrology, but basically it's just, it, it's a channeled system of thought and understanding that allows us to 
connect with ourselves and our own energy. And it's it's a it's a system to understand and interpret the world by. So I don't know. That's that's my like like a 10 second introduction of human design. But it's it's a beautiful and complex system that incorporates elements of other systems. So it has elements of the gene keys, the system, the I Ching, and a little bit of astrology. So it's it's a it's a complex and like marvelous beast of its own. And for anyone who's watching live with us, you're more than welcome to write your um your type in the comments so we can kind of work off that as well. And I think I remember this, but you are a reflector, correct? Yes. Okay. So and it's 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 funny too because that's part of the story is that when I initially looked at my chart, I had put in the wrong time and come up as a projector, which also felt, you know, very possible because reflectors and projectors are uh, classified as non-energy types in human design. So, and that doesn't mean that they don't have energy, but it just means that they're receiving energy more from their environment versus radiating it internally. Hmm, that makes sense. I'm just like thinking of this as you're talking, what would the world look like if more people were aware of their own energy type? I mean, that that is the question. That's that's what we all wanna know. What What would the world look like if we were all ourselves? Hmm. Sounds like a pretty exciting possibility. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I appreciate that. And I love just even like thinking what the world, what it would look like. And I just imagine more people doing what they love because they realize that they don't need to listen to society's um, reasoning for why they should be doing something. They can simply just listen to themselves. And then imagine a world where more people are just listening to themselves and honoring, you know, the rest that they need or honoring the the spurts of energy that they have. It feels like this beautiful ecosystem of collaboration, of community. And in my understanding of the, the different types, that's really what we are meant to do in the world is use our own unique type to to build, to create, to oversee, to reflect. Yes, that's such a beautiful way to put it. And that's where that's where the embodiment and the human design meet and come together. Mm. So what does that mean? And what does that look like in the people that you work with? Like, how do we really embody it? So just to put this into context, there's, there's five different energy archetypes in human design, and we're all designed to function very differently in the world and to have a different strategy and path to success and fulfillment. So the embodiment really comes in on the day-to-day -day level of not just like thinking about like, oh, this is this fun, like intellectual thing to think about, but actually feeling into uh, moment to moment, day to day, how do I, you know, how do I want to be in the world? How does my energy work? What feels good to me? And then can I say yes to that? So step one for people is identify your type. <laughs> yes. 
So you have something to go off of. And do you have a favorite site or a favorite quiz that helps someone do this? Do you have a favorite? You know, there's, I just, um, I use the same site that pretty much everyone else uses to uh, look up my chart and other people's charts. And then from there, like that, that's the easy part. So you, you can get your chart for free online. But then the fun part is actually learning about what it means because you receive it and it just, it looks like this foreign language. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like it looks like a treasure map to the universe and you don't know what anything means. And so that's, and, and that's how I, um, you know, really started learning about human design was looking up my chart, looking up all of my friends' charts, starting to look up all of my clients' charts and to understand like, what does this actually mean? What does this mean to be a two four profile? What does this mean to be a manifesting generator? And in, in, in actually like, putting these pieces together with the people in my life, mm. I was able to make sense of it. Mm. And to really see where these themes that we talk about in human design, like the not self or the conditioning, like what, what does this actually look like? And then like where are our personal struggles um, sort of laid out in our human design and what what tools does human design offer us to move through those struggles with more grace and more joy so true and i appreciate the, the piece of seeing people in your life seeing their parts and then seeing how they all interact because i did something similar when i first found ayurveda many years ago i was like oh my gosh, this person has a lot of vata dosha. They just, they're all over the place, like not grounded. And it really helped you make sense of a system that in some ways can feel like a little bit ethereal, especially human design, a little bit esoteric. And it really grounds it into reality when we can help and see like who in our life is is fitting this, this mold um, and then working with it. So I appreciate that. Another question about this is, you work with entrepreneurs, right? People who are starting soul-led businesses. And I'd be so curious to see the intersection of this in business. You know, what does it look like for these different types? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I, I started studying marketing and human design about the same time because I needed it personally for myself. I, I needed to learn how to actually have a business doing, doing what I love, like how to have a business being a coach, how to have a business being a healer and a mentor and a spiritual teacher. And you know, up to that point, I had all of these skills of space holding and one-to-one -one client work and having these beautiful, deep, you know, gorgeous sessions with people but then I had to learn how to make a business out of that. And so that's where the marketing and the human design kind of came in at the same point. So I had been working with them myself and there was sort of these parallel tracks, but I was, as I was learning this language of marketing, these things about, you know, our ideal client and the problem that we solve and, you know, what, what are, you know, what is our client's struggle? What is their journey? 
Um, what do, what are they really paying us to help them with? As I was learning these like very foundational things about marketing, I was also seeing these patterns in human design. These things like, oh, like, like in human design, 70% um, of people are said to be either generators or manifesting generators. And then if you have 70% of the people that have this particular struggle with their energy, um, that they don't know how to actually work with their own energy, like that is a huge problem to solve. And that's a way to speak to our clients in a way that they can really hear us and understand um, what what we want to help them with. So true. And I find this fascinating. And I, I love these like intersections of these ancient tools that have been here for a very long time um, with these like modern day practices of marketing, of business development, of entrepreneurship, because I think you're right most of the, the outdated business model and marketing model is there's one way to do it and this is how you do it and what you are inviting us into is no there are many ways to do this and it really depends on your your energy and how can we honor that and create a strategy and a structure so that you can you know excel in the way that you know best in your heart so so true and that, and that is exactly the work that I am doing with people, which is, you know, first of all, first and foremost, working with someone's energy, because that's, I mean, that's everything, essentially, like, if, if your energy is not behind what you're doing, it's either it's not going to be successful, or you're not going to enjoy it. And then after that, also creating creating those structures and strategy and actually like building something for the person in front of me instead of, oh, this is how marketing is done or this is how, um, you know, this is how, um, I realize how, you know, I just got nervous there for a moment. I don't even know why. <laughs> fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, I realize this about myself. I'm a generator and I have a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. But what I realized in how human design has helped me personally in my own business is I do really well having a coach or someone to be that mirror, that just kind of guiding light for me to bounce my ideas off of and give me as soon as I have a direction, I am going to go for it. But it wasn't, and I felt so frustrated before I realized that that kind of guidance is really helpful for me. So I can see where, where your guidance and what you're doing for people, it's so, it's liberating. It's freeing. Because um, as soon as I realize this about myself, I know, okay, I know what kind of support I need. I know what I'm really good at. And now I can just, I can fly. And that's what you give people. You give them freedom. You give them liberation. Like it is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And it is it is so beautiful also just seeing how like even though everyone is so unique and complex and has their own path, how there are these overarching patterns of, 
you know, often people with generator energy, they love having more accountability, more structure and support. That feels really good taking huge concepts and breaking them down into smaller pieces. So that's one of the ways that I love supporting generators. But then people with manifesting generator energy are often, you know, incredibly multi-dimensional, multi-passionate, and they want to have six different things going. It doesn't feel good to them to, you know, restrict things and feel like, oh, I just have to focus on this, you know, this one business. Sometimes they love having five different businesses going and that really fills them up. Mm. So I'm just seeing, seeing the person that's in front of me and being there with them. This will be a, a larger question, but I, I am a big thinker. I'm a global thinker. I'm a world mission kind of impact thinker. So in your ideal world and your big vision for yourself and your business, how does human design change the world? So in, in my big vision, what I am working on is creating the creating the vision of this, this new school. So this place that is interdisciplinary, multidimensional, a place where we are learning not just, not just the arts and the sciences, but really bringing together art, philosophy, um, healing, permaculture, human design, all of the tools together and learning in this in this holistic way where there is integration and there is communication between the different fields so that we're all actually talking to each other and growing together yes yes i'm on the same page with you i love your your mention of just holistic learning, holistic collaboration, having human design, astrology, permaculture, the arts, math, science, everything working together in unison and unity to uplift us. And I can see you like coming into schools and being like in universities and saying, here's your human design course, everyone. Like how cool would that be? <laughs> so in, in a way I, I am I am becoming the teacher that I I knew I would be. It's just it's just in a different way. So, you know, in, instead of teaching people how to make their art, I'm now teaching people how to um, how to grow their business and their life. Oh, I love that you say this too. And this is just um, a side note for for everyone. But when I was younger, I. You know, in your yearbook, you'd write what you want to be when you grow up. And I wrote like mom a couple of times, but I also would always write teacher. And I feel the same way as you. I'm such a teacher, not in the probably like linear way that I thought that would look when I was younger. But you and I are very much teachers and how beautiful that we can look back at our journey and say, yep, it was all divine timing. And we're so grateful of where we are now. Like what a blessing. <laughs> Mm. Oh. 
Is there anything else that you want to share with the community? You know, these people who are watching these videos, they are also, they believe in this bigger vision, the bigger mission for the world. So do you have any final words of wisdom for them? Hmm. Let's see, Let's see what wants to come through. I think that the message that I want to share today is really allowing ourselves to, to be in our joy and to move from that place of this is who I am, this is what I love, this is what I want to create and build in the world instead of these are the things that I think that I need to do to be successful and to have an impact. Hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Hmm. And now for those people who are curious about your work and maybe they're an entrepreneur and they are like, how can I bring human design into to my business? <laughs> she gets it. Um, where can they find you and just get to know you better? Yes, so they can find me on Instagram. That's where I love to hang out and share. They can also find me on my website. I have a beautiful ongoing poetry blog that I've been working on for a few years now. So again, it's not it's not all business. It's also it's also creativity and joy and play in the world. And yeah, if anyone would love to know more about me or how they can work with me and find out more about what I do with human design and how I use that to support people in their businesses and lives. Um, look me up, I'm on Instagram. I love to connect. Thank you. I think we have all the links in the description as well. So everyone find Mariko and connect with her in her beautiful world of integrating everything. And I'll just gonna bring that full circle again this isn't just about business, as you just said. It's not even just about human design. This is about the intersection of it all, of joy, of play, of poetry, of the arts, of becoming. And I think that's what you just kind of brought together right there at the end. So, oh. cool. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, and I just wanna thank everyone so much for enjoying and receiving and watching this series. It is just such a blessing for me to be able to amplify the voices of people who are making a difference and believe in the change in the world. So I just want to thank you all. I've mentioned this a couple of times on the shows, but the 2021 mission is to interview a hundred pioneering waste showers. They are badass humans. They are inspiring. They're motivational and they really believe in their mission. And I want to amplify their voice. So if you know anyone who would be a good fit, please tag them. Like, let's make this global and let's make this, this mission and bring it to the people. Thank you so much, Mariko. And thank you everyone so much for being here. Thank you so much. See ya.